In this week's episode, the Disney Hotel Saga continues with news that will make you say up jump the boogie. The Anaheim City Council and Disneyland have traded blows that will culminate in a long-established practice going away, one that you may never have even thought about. This uncertainty will undoubtedly open the door for some downtown Disney businesses to return and it looks like Earl of Sandwich might be top of the list. Give me my Earl Grey lemonade back. Some exciting casting has brought a hobbit and a doctor to the world of Star Wars. Also D23 Expo tickets, Halloween, Fat Time in the Parks, Tropical Eats, and more on this playful episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. What's going on? Uh oh! The apprentice What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring up me, Harley Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> made you look hey did you see that they're putting schindler's list in the theater for its 25th anniversary i saw you uh post that yeah gotta go see that i missed first time around I'm... They're, going, they're putting it in dolby oh wow yeah gonna be some uh, rumbling going on yeah there is yes even spielberg said that uh he says that the uh the dolby version is basically the perfect version of the movie oh well maybe i'll go check that out too it's not anybody's birthday. No, no not, birthdays. Not that but, I know of. But we're here talking about Schindler's List. Yes. And if you guys haven't seen that movie, you probably should. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a must-see, basically. Yeah. got to go check that out. But hey, we're back in better than ever. Are we? Yes, we are. You know why? Why? Because, uh, well, if you guys uh, are listening to this on Friday, that's because we didn't record on Tuesday because my truck was getting fixed. I had no idea it was going to be taken to Pet Boys. And then I find find out right before, usually when I get ready to leave and come over here, and, and I usually text Anthony, hey, I'm on my way. I find out that, oh, your truck's not going to be ready till tomorrow. I'm like, what the hell? So it's fixed. I still don't know what was wrong with it. All I know is my dad took it to go get checked out or whatever. I had to do a uh, smog test because uh, my registration is due at the end of the month, and they did the smog test. They passed it. Wink, wink. They passed it. Whoa. Yes. I think it's a good thing that my dad knows so many people. They say, oh, we passed it for you. Okay. <laughs> Fine with me. Don't have to uh, <laughs> spend extra money getting it fixed again. Enough said. Exactly. So that's why um, I'm kind of better than ever because of that. That was pretty cool. And uh, did you do anything fun during the weekend? Uh, No. Oh, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> no, you didn't do anything? I don't remember. You don't remember? I don't remember. It wasn't that long ago. No. 
Wait, today's Wednesday, so it's, it was a little bit longer ago than normally if we were podcasting on Tuesday. So you can blame Pet Boys for that. Yeah. No, I don't remember. Oh well, hey, I went to a wedding. Oh, okay, cool. And um, I was kind of bad at the wedding. Whoa, I was bad. Whoa. Yeah. Um, like wedding crashers, bad or no? Um, well, like soap opera bad. No, not soap opera bad. No- novella bad. <laughs> More like the Biggest Loser bad. Oh, so you ate a lot. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. That's kind of bad. They had a taco guy there. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Was it free? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I had a, a carne asada quesadilla. Ooh. And I had some rice. Even though I just ate before that, before I got there, because I had to, you know, do the insulin thing. And then I was like, oh, and it was so tempting. Like, okay, I'm going to go get one. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, basically, it's all you can eat. I couldn't eat that much at that time, but the cake was the bomb. It was strawberry cake, you know, strawberries inside the cake and whipped cream frosting. It was just so good. I had three slices. I was bad. I was bad. But um, what was your reading? Next reading after it was two forty. Oh, (laughs) that's more than when you ended up in the hospital. (laughs) No, no, no. Oh, it's not. No. Oh, no. That was a little higher. Oh, but uh, yeah. So it was two hundred forty. I was like, oh, I was bad, but it was worth it. And uh, my homie got married, and it which uh, which was really. he got married pretty quick. He texted me one day saying, hey, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend. And within a month, they're getting married. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this is the way they want to do it. So, Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and all that. Exactly. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. And usually people say, oh, my homie's getting married, blah, 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 blah. And uh, you think of someone you grew up with. Well, no, he, I didn't really grow up with him. He actually watched him grow up. I coached him in baseball uh, starting at 10 years old. Uh, he's now 21, and uh, to see him just, hey, I'm going to get married, and just like, whoa, it's crazy. But it was cool. It was fun. And, uh, yeah, the cake was the bomb. That's all I got to say. Cool. I just remembered I didn't, I'm doing, I'm going somewhere this weekend. Oh, where are we going? Uh, there's a, uh, they do a, every Labor Day weekend, they do a, a Civil War reenactment at oh. uh, Huntington Library Park right. in Huntington Beach. Cool. I like going on the Sunday because uh, the places that sell books and stuff, they'll usually mark down the books because they don't want to carry them back to their car. <laughs> uh, like they, al- they also do a, uh, a Revolutionary War reenactment. Uh, and I went to the last one. I think it was in, uh, I don't remember when it was, earlier this year. And I went, and we went on the Sunday, and we were leaving. Right as they were closing, they had all the books like 50% off. Whoa. And I picked up a bunch of like, uh, Revolutionary War era books. Are you gonna try to start your own library? Uh, maybe. How <laughs> about that Dewey Decimal? Yes, I think there are actually old, uh, former library books because they're being sold by the friends of the of the Huntington Beach Library. Not the friends of the friendless. No, 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 no. That was Lucy. Oh. All right. So um, on Sunday, I uh, went to Disneyland. Okay. And uh, Michael was having his uh, nerdy day and superhero day. I met up with Michael later after all that was over with. 
because I wanted to go around and see what's going on in the parks and stuff like that, take some pictures. And uh, I was told about a week ago or so, maybe during the week, I don't remember what it was, that they uh, took down the Space Mountain space stations on the mural up there by Little Green Army Men store. Right. Or Army Men. Little Green Men's Command yes. store. Yes. So I don't know why they did that. I don't know what's going on over there. I still think they're probably just going to put up a, a mural that actually applies to the attraction because maybe they're getting people that can't find find the attraction. I mean, because I've already heard from, uh, you know, I, I know from cast members that say that there's people that uh, go to the uh, Tomorrowland train station looking for Space Mountain. So, I mean, <laughs> the people clearly can't be read a map, right. much less read look at buildings. And there's only really one sign indicating that that's uh, Buzz Lightyear. So I'm thinking that they're going to put up a Buzz Lightyear mural. That's what I'm thinking, just to make it easier for people to understand that that's the Buzz Lightyear attraction. Maybe just having the generic old space stations up there was, you know, confusing for people. I, I don't know. It's the only logical thing I could think of, unless they just wanted to change it. Yeah. Well, we really won't know until we see what goes up. Right, and if you guys uh, saw, saw our social medias, you would have seen the concept art of what we thought was coming, which is really, really cool. If you guys haven't seen that, well, go see it, because we're not going to tell you what it was. <laughs> but yeah, I did it on Sunday, and uh met up with Michael. I just want to say, it looks weird. Why does it look all shiny? I didn't do it. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm talking about the uh, the way it actually looks right now. The Oh, they probably put some gloss on it. Cause it looks, it's just black. Yeah, it just it looks weird. It doesn't look like anything that's been. It it doesn't look like no, you know, you normally you'd see like a primer or something. Right, right. It, right. it looks like a, it was painted over with shiny black. That's just the way like the way the pictures look. It yeah, just, it looks weird. It doesn't look like it was something that painted over. Right. It looks like it was something that was already shiny black. Yeah. Unless that was what was underneath and they took it all off. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I uh, wish that I was actually there. When they were working on it to see what they were doing. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Because how long has that been there? That's been there. It's been there a while. It's been there since before Star Tours? The Space Mountain stuff? Yeah. No, no. That mural? I really can't tell you. I I don't think it's that old. But I just just can't think right now. Okay, because I thought that's the same. uh, That's... uh, Who's the art? Who's the artist on that? It was uh, somebody big. I don't remember now. But also over there in Tomorrowland, they are working on removing the other planter and seats, like they did before, to make more room for strollers or whatever they're doing. So if you guys have been there and been in Tomorrowland and seen the other wall that's right in the middle, uh, basically that's what they're doing is taking rid of that planter and the seats there, so they can make more room, quote unquote, more room. That's what's going on over there. But yeah, I met up with Michael. We were just chilling for a while. We were just kicking it. He was uh, kind of hurting. He had some cramps going on or something. This might might have been that time, you know. I don't know, but uh, we were just chilling for a while. And uh, I met up with him at uh, California Adventure. And then we went over to Disneyland and we went over to uh, Launch Bay just to go check out some stuff over there. Oh, we got some pictures with uh, Chewy and... Um, Ray, and we also got pictures with Big Head Kylo Ren and uh, Vader. So, cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
So yeah, just uh, hung out for a while over there, Disneyland. I uh, didn't do much, and um, you know, not much going on construction-wise that we haven't already talked about. We'll talk about some more of this stuff later. But I do want to say that I was uh, sent some pictures today that, uh, of course, uh, Halloween is coming soon to the parks and all that kind of stuff. And I got I put some pictures up. Of, is it? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Nine days away. I hear there's already stuff going up. Yeah, I posted a picture of the framework going up from the Oogie Boogie on top right. of California Adventure. Uh, the speakers for Ghost Galaxy are already up over there by the old People Mover track. So, yeah, things are going up over there. And uh, Halloween's almost here. We're going to have some talk about Halloween stuff later. But uh, we're going to start with the talk about the hotel again. Yeah, it's like a soap opera over here. Those novellas. I know, right? (laughs) Yeah, so actually in the past week, well, I don't know when was the last time. What was the last thing we talked about? Oh, last week that it was on hold. Right. Because the city, blah, 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 tax incentives. Well, in the meantime, first, Disney sent shot a letter back to the city or something saying that they would be open, open to dropping the tax incentives if blah, 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 whatever. And it sounded like, uh, oh, Disney's actually uh, giving up or Disney's actually going to give in or something like that. And then uh, I don't even remember how that was really uh what really nothing even really mentioned was it mentioned after that but then all of a sudden yesterday on uh, tuesday the uh anaheim city council voted to oh well in the meantime people were talking about how they were hoping that uh that in the uh election in november because the anaheim mayor is leaving because his term is up and they were hoping some other people that end would end up the votes would or the election would swing the way for Disney and get more uh, pro Disney people into the Anaheim City Council. Well, that's been kind of negated. Well, for now, because uh, like I said on Tuesday, Anaheim City Council voted to strip or to take away all of Disney's ta- tax incentives uh, for everything. Right, that whole the whole twenty one, the whole twenty million dollar package or whatever it is or yeah billion or whatever deal they worked out the whole entire deal is now uh negated now that means a lot of different things uh first thing right off the bat is that means that at some point uh we will be getting taxed at the front gate taxes on uh ap's passes taxes on all uh entrance tickets everything all that will be subject to tax just like it is in florida uh, if you ever wondered why you don't get taxed at the main gate here rather than you doing Florida, if you ever been to Florida and you got taxed there and you're like, oh, why do I get taxed here but not there? That's why. It's because Disney has been consistently for, I don't know how long. What, has, it's been a long time. I mean, as long as you've been having a pass. Yeah. That you, we, I mean, I just took it for granted. I right. never knew even knew it was a thing. Right. I just figured, oh, we just don't get taxed. Right. I figured it was included or something like that. But no, it's because uh, they've been having a deal all this time, and finally that deal is now going away. Basically, just because Disney doesn't want to, uh, you know, Disney wants this. You know, the, just the two are going head to head, and basically now this is the this is the what's happening is they're going to take away this this tax deal now. So yeah, you're going to get taxed at the front gate. The 
the uh what was the uh what was the terminology on that uh the rays the rays that they were trying to get to go through the uh the city it was going to be a city ordinance or wasn't it something like that for the eighteen dollars an hour for resort or all ta all uh resort places that have tax breaks from the city would have to uh, be paying eighteen dollars an hour to their employees by 2022 that that's going to be on the books uh for the upcoming election in the city of anaheim and if that goes through all uh, disney would have had to uh pay all their employees the 18 dollars an hour by 2022 right now as far as the rule goes they only have to pay them up to the 15 by 2020 there's nothing set in stone past that for now so uh that gets them out of that <laughs> basically yeah. so if that even if that passes through the the voters it won't apply to only those the original two hotels that were part that were already started right those two the hotels are already built or started or are they just the other ones down on the, the ones across the street right yeah well yeah they're they're already built the but one behind star star burgers and is that the one of the ones that's included right Oh, I don't know. I thought we were talking. Are you talking about the other ones that just closed and that we're gonna rebuild? Oh, maybe. There's two of them. Well, there's something about the deal where those are still gonna be apply. Those will still apply because I think uh, the subs the uh, money has already been used or something. I don't know. Okay. But they will be included, and. Uh, Basically, we don't know what the, the, the what the what's happening with the hotel now. Uh, the hotel is basically dead in the water, and uh, I don't see how it could still be in their plans to do the hotel unless they immediately are going to switch over and they're like, "Fine, I guess we're using our money." Right, right. That's all they could really do. If they still want to go through the hotel, they have to basically say, "Fine, we're using our money." Yeah, that's all there is to it. It's either that or they scrap the whole entire plan for the hotel. Or they move the hotel back to where it was going to go to begin with, in the parking lot, and still say, "Fine, we'll do it with our own money." I don't know. So confusing, dude. It is all very confusing. Uh, just means that for now, don't expect any construction down there that we've been telling you to expect. Right. Uh, it also means that some of the things that I was speculating about last week and talking about. Well, I mean, I don't know if you have that next. But uh, one of those things is actually seems like it might be coming true. <laughs> that's funny. And that's uh, the Duke of Earl's coming back. Duke, 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 Duke of Earl. Duke of Earl, yes. The Earl of Sandwich. Uh, we've got some, uh, we've got reports that they have put out hiring notices. Right, for Anaheim. For Anaheim, for that address. So. Uh, I mean, it would be too soon for them to be building another location. Right. They wouldn't be asking for uh, employees uh, for that that you know this soon. So it's got to be for that location. So there it is, Earl Grey, Earl Grey, Earl Grey. I will get my Earl Grey tea <laughs> or my Earl Grey lemonade again, even though I was cheated of it on the last day. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. We'll probably get some sort of uh, actual uh, acknowledgement of that op reopening soon, hopefully. Now, 
as we were talking about last week, you know, you were saying, oh, you know, Earl Sanders could come back. What's going to happen to AMC and uh, Rainforest? Are they going to actually try to get those back, or are they just going to, you know, maybe bring something else into that if they're not doing the hotel? I'd be interested to see. Uh, I'm uh, Starbucks there is probably going to be real happy just to go back in there. They're not going to complain about anything. Were they closed? Yeah, everything over there is closed. Okay, I wasn't sure if they were still going because they're kind of on the fringe. Yeah, everything on the west side of the uh, monorail oh, yeah, you got to figure they're going back in for sure. Right. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, yeah, Earl Sandwich supposedly is coming back. And just to see, hey, what else is going to come back or if it's going to be something new or, you know, something like that. Yeah, because we'll see what happens, because uh, we had originally reported that the AMC was going to move over to uh, Garden Walk. Yeah. But then, uh, not long after that, I had read that that deal had fell through. Oh, wow. And But we didn't report on it, because I didn't think it was that important. But now, it kind of becomes important, because if that deal did fall through, it definitely leaves them to open to just come back, because everything's there. Right. It's not like uh, Earl of Sandwich where they need to restart, you know, food shipments and all, getting all that shit going again. Uh, the theater, they just need to restaff, throw some popcorn back into the machines. <laughs> you know, I mean, everything's still in there. So, oh, I mean, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Just, you know, they could, they could probably get that up and running within a couple days. Right. You know, they just need to re- rehire people. So, I wouldn't be surprised if you see them next rehiring and then, I mean, I don't know, ESPN Zone, that's one of those things where I could actually see if they if the hotel deal definitely is sunk, I could see ESPN Zone one that uh, might actually they use this opportunity to change it over to something more, you know, that's not so uh, dated. Right, right, right. <coughs> but I would think that they would want to try and get uh, Rainforest Cafe back. Yeah. Uh, there's not much else that can move into that building because right. of it being so unique. So I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. Yep. It's going to be interesting to find out. It's all very, very, very drama. Your drama. Thanks, man. You know what's drama? Your mama? No, people who uh, complain because they didn't get tickets for the Halloween party. Well, we've been telling you for two years. Well, you know what? I haven't seen any complaints yet, but hey, the last Friday... Of the Halloween party is sold out. Bye. So all the Fridays are gone. And if you are planning to get a Friday, well, too bad, too sad. <laughs> you snooze, you lose. Halloween's still there, though, strangely, right? Yes, Halloween's uh, still there. It's unusual for Halloween to not sell out before all the Fridays, I thought. I don't know. I don't remember the data you were throwing at me last yeah, time. Yeah, I but think I told you before. That all the Fridays sold out before Halloween? Right. Yeah, that's. But I just want to say that uh, only if Friday, only when Halloween's not a Friday. Yes, exactly. Because I think I remember two years ago. I think it was uh, or whatever. Whenever Halloween was on Friday, it was like the second day to sell out. So uh, for those people who are saying, "Oh, it's taking forever for these tickets to sell out," uh, no, it's not. Basically, last year, the sixth day to sell out, which is like right now was on August 31st, I believe. So we're only a couple of weeks, a couple of days ahead. Right. So, yeah, August 31st was the day where the um, the sixth day sold out. It wasn't a Friday, though. 
It was a Wednesday. We'll catch up. Once we get into September, people are going to start realizing, oh, I better buy those Halloween tickets. Right. Especially if I'm not going on a Friday. So last year, um, Halloween was the ninth day to sell out. So that's some how of the, some of the weekdays sold out before Halloween. Yes. Crazy. So that's how that worked out. So anyway, the tickets for Fridays are all sold out. And if you guys are still planning to go, hurry and get your tickets. You know the drill. I have a couple of drills. Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. So, yeah, we're going to get some Fat Time in the Park with some food for Halloween. Speaking of Halloween. I know. It, uh, this we're actually a little late on because I think I saw one of my memories from a couple years ago or last year where we talked about Halloween food last week. So I know this is one of those things that we, uh, we were expecting it. We may even mention last week we would probably get it the next day. And sure enough, it was came out on Wednesday of last week, right after we had recorded, and that is, of course, is the Halloween treat guide, which no hyperbole, bigger and better than ever. <laughs> There's like a lot of stuff on this. I was telling Anthony that I was like, going through to the it. point when we first started, like two years ago. The very first Halloween guide, we we basically read off everything. Right. We can't do that anymore. No, we cannot read all every single thing. Because otherwise, it's just us reading off a bunch of names of food to you guys. Yeah. And you guys are either getting extremely hungry and bored or just extremely bored. Yes, exactly. So, you know what? There's just so much stuff to uh, choose from. Uh, Let's just start this off by saying if you are a fan of churros, (laughs) oh, man, is this going to be the season for you? They have a... I shall use it, a plethora yes. of churros. Some of these are returning. Some of them are new, right? Are there some new ones here? Or are these all mostly returning ones? I think there might be some new ones here. All right, let's just go down the list real quick. These, we will name them all just to entice all of you because I know there are a lot of churro fans out there. Near Big Thunder Mountain, they will have the orange sugar churro with candy corn sauce. Now, this is a new one, right? Completely new, or has the orange churro been before, but not with the candy corn sauce? Or did they have this last year? Or I do not think they had this last year. Because so I would have thought they, at least one of you guys would have tried it if they had. Yeah, I so. don't. You know, with 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 everything that's going on, Pixar Fest, uh, holidays, all the churros that come out, I, it's so hard to keep track of which. What came out when? But I figure that at least one of you, Michael, Dan, yeah. Tim, anybody would have tried at least it right. and said something. I don't remember having or seeing this. Now, I say that the orange sugar churro sounds good, but the candy corn sauce, of course, I would just vomit into and it would still be the same. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> now, moving over to Haunted Mansion is one that they have had before. Slightly different. The pumpkin spice churro with cream cheese frosting. Now, they have had the pumpkin spice churro, and I did report on it once before that it tasted nothing like pumpkin. Yeah, I remember that. And, uh, but, because I think I got it, didn't I get it at the, uh, at the Mater's thing last year, that the park blog thing we went yeah. to last year? Yeah. And, yeah, it didn't taste anything like uh, pumpkin. It just tasted like a churro. But, and, uh, but it didn't come with the cream cheese frosting. That's new. Now, it says frosting. It doesn't say sauce. Does that mean it's on it? Or is it just you're supposed to take the cup and then pour it over it 
to make it frosting. I think it's just going to be a cup of frosting you dip it in. Right. Now, over, and that was at Haunted Mansion. Now, moving more further the, away, over at Hungry Bear, which, of course, always has something. They will have the Churro Bites, which they have had before. Churro Bites Cereal Sunday. Now, they've had done the Churro Bites before, right? I've never seen the Churro Bites before oh, no? there. I don't think they've done that before. Oh, no, that's Del Taco. <laughs> I had those. Now, Churro Bites Cereal Sunday with fruit, cereal, dusted churros, cereal, milk, and glaze, strawberry ice cream, and raspberry sauce. Now, there's a lot to take in there. I don't even know how to begin to talk about that. Is that this? I think that's the one on top. With, no, not the, with the banana. Oh, you're a banana. Well, that's this, the fruit cereal right there. And that's the strawberry or raspberry. Which picture? Show me. The banana. There's, it doesn't say banana, though, in the description. Yeah, I don't know why the banana is there. I'm just saying that's the fruit cereal. That's ice cream. That's the raspberry. Okay, maybe, yeah. And you can see the, the anglaise. I mean, I would just be like, can I get it with no banana? Or I would just give somebody the banana. Because uh, otherwise they would be like, well, the banana comes with it. Yeah, I mean, I actually do want to try this. I don't like fruit cereal because that's basically fruity pebbles. Right, neither do I, I. Yeah, I don't like it, but I will try it with this. You know, it might be okay. If not, I'll just spit out the cereal. I mean, basically we know that he's only trying it because of the strawberry ice cream. But. <laughs> no, that's not why. That's not right. You know, get it right. There's raspberry sauce. <laughs> now uh, over at Golden Horseshoe, the churro, the regular churro Sunday is this? Did they have this one before? Or? I've never seen that either. Okay, so this is also new. Yeah. So I think basically everything so far, except for the pumpkin spice one, has been new. They had a churro Sunday with cookie butter gelato, garnished with a cinnamon sugar dusted churro, and topped with cajeta, 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 and whipped cream. Now is that is that this one? It looks like it. It looks like that's that one. What's the what's the yellow? Caramel? Oh the butter. Oh and the butter. The, no. Cookie butter gelato. Or is that the cajeta? I don't know what cajeta is. Mr. Part Espanol. Uh I thought cajeta was cheese. No, that's cojita. You're a cojita. Thank you. Are you asking? Yes, that's what it is. What? Um, what is it? Cojeta is a uh, is a thickened syrup usually made of sweetened caramelized goat's milk. You, You're a goat's milk. So, yeah, it's caramel made with goat's milk. Okay, so, yeah, it kind of looks like caramel. So, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, now over by Sleeping Beauty Castle and Town Square... Oh, so that means that's near Sleepy Beauty Castle and Town Square. So the two, basically the two churro cars on Main Street then, right? Yes. Uh, they will have the Maleficent churro covered with chocolate cookie crumbles blended with colored sugar. And you can even add a marshmallow dip. So, of course, with this one, it sounds like you can add a marshmallow dip. That's going to be extra charge. Right, 50 cents. Yeah, so that's dirty. And then over by Buzz Lightyear, the one in Tomorrowland, ooh, ooh, sour apple churro, 
And the option add, of course, for 50 cents extra, caramel sauce. Now, I will try that one for sure. I don't know about it. I would add the caramel sauce for 50 cents, but I would definitely try the sour apple churro. So you got to have the caramel. Yeah, I guess. I would definitely get that. I would try somebody's. Now over at uh, DCA, continuing with the uh, churro extravaganza. Where is Willie's Churros? It's right there when you're entering uh, Grizzly Peak area. Oh, okay. Right there on the Oh, on left. the left. That yeah. guy on the left. Okay. That guy is right there. That guy. Uh, they will have the purple, green, and orange sugar churro and the pumpkin spice churro. So basically, you're going to get over there, and they're going to have one. That one place is going to have basically all the colors of the wind. <laughs> so yeah, the purple, green, and orange sugar churro, and the pumpkin spice churro. That will be at the one there across, basically from Clarabelle's. The uh, one near the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail will have the s'mores churro, which of course is a returner. That has graham cracker, chocolate chips, and marshmallow drizzle. The churro stand near Goofy Sky School will have the purple sugar churro. And then that cozy cone, they will have the pumpkin spice churro with cream cheese dipping sauce. So they don't really have anything special except for the s'mores, but that's a returner. The rest of them are all just repeats or colored. Right. Candy, 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 candy. We can skip the candy because there's a lot of it. But basically, you've seen the, the you know, Halloween-themed candy before. There's nothing new. Apples, pops, treats, marshmallows, fudge, pumpkins, yeah. apples. Oh, my. Exactly. All right, if you're ready to embark on this Burf. food journey with us, we will try not to make it sound long and boring. But starting over at the Red Rose Tavern, we got a black, black truffle mousse with raspberry compote and crunch center with a candy spider. And I, sh- I actually want to try that one. It sounds good. It does. Uh, we don't have a picture of it, I think. but No. I don't see anything that looks like that. It's called a black rose dessert. Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't read the name. No, you didn't. But I would actually, I, when I saw that, I was like, hey, I would try that. Sounds really good. Over at Zocalo, they have something that I know this guy definitely doesn't want to try, and that's the frozen abuelita horchata. That's frozen Mexican hot chocolate layered with frozen horchata and topped with whipped cream. Now, I don't like horchata, and I think abuelita brand hot chocolate is gross. So, <laughs> I guess I'm SOL on that one. Yes, I guess so. And also there they have a orange sugar skull pot pie or pot de creme. I think it's like a potted cream. Yeah, something like that. A potted cream in Spanish. Over at Cafe Orleans, they will have a crab and corn chowder. Ooh. Over at the French Market, they will have a Halloween-themed dessert trio. I like desserts. Worms and dirt. Yes. Thermal, salted caramel pudding. Ooh. That sounds good. And pumpkin pie. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, over at French Market, there is a long tradition of us getting some sort of cake or something there. And we've had things all the way from the coffin cake, which was amazing, yes. to the coffin cake, 
flowerless, that was bad. Right. Well, this year it is apparently going to be the Bunt Cake Mansion Spider Bunt Cake. It is a chocolate bunt cake with green icing and chocolate spider. Now, I like bunt cake, so there's promises. Hopefully. Hopefully. Promises. And we'll definitely try that, too. But I think in between the two, I think I might have to go with the dessert trio first. Of course, it depends on how much these things cost. Right. And how they look, because, you know, I want to look at the portions. I want to see somebody walk out with that dessert trio and see, like, you know, if you if they, if you got, like, a... Uh, Worms and dirt is like a, a little amount of worms and dirt the size of a uh, a size of a uh, Kennedy dollar or something like that. Then I'm like, nah, I'm good with that. Salted caramel pudding in a little cup like this big, like a little syrup cup, like a little syrup cup. <laughs> nah, I'm good with that. Uh, of course, returning this year, the pumpkin spice Mickey beignets over at the Mint Julep Bar. Eh. Yeah, I, I agree. Eh. And beignets in general from Disneyland. Over at Bengal Barbecue, they will be having their own version of a spam musubi. They call it a musubi special with spiced ham. Musubi with a lemongrass, jasmine rice, and pineapple teriyaki sauce served with pickled daikon and carrots to top with furiaki flakes. Furiaki. Furiaki. I don't know what that is. If anybody knows what that is, tell us. I gotta say, I just want to say real quick that uh, daikon is one of my favorite like vegetables to say the name of. I just daikon. It sounds funny. I have a Nikon. (laughs) Anyways, that's over at Bengal Barbecue. Uh, I'm actually curious to know how that is, since it's not whether it's actually like spam and they're just not saying it, or if it's like one of those generic. If it's a generic spam or. I don't know, whatever. I'm not nothing about lemongrass, jasmine. <laughs> of course, over at uh, Carnation, they are famous for having some of the best dishes in their ho- in their holiday offerings, and this year is no different. With a haunted firehouse chicken sandwich, is a red pepper coulis, white cheese sauce, crispy pancetta, and arugula on a yellow sliced bread. Ooh. Uh-huh. Ooh. Oh, Gibson Girl will have a pie a la mode. Apple pie a la mode. If you don't know what a la mode means, look it up. Oh, Jolly Holiday, always good with the treats. Yeah, they have a sweet potato hand pie, sweet potato pie filling, topped with orange, white chocolate glaze, and toasted mini marshmallows. Ooh. That sounds interesting. Also, I wasn't sure if you like sweet potato. I don't, but okay. it just sounds interesting. I, I didn't say I was going to try it. I just okay. thought it was, I mean, with the chocolate glaze and the toasted mini marshmallows, I was like, ooh. The marshmallows sound good because, like, when my mom makes, uh, well, she makes uses yams, but uh, for the holidays, she does, does this dish that my grandma taught her that has uh, chopped yams and then with uh, brown sugar and sauce. And then uh, marshmallows get put over top of it when it's almost done cooking, and it's really good. Wow. But it reminds me of that, except for the white chocolate, I know, doesn't sound, I don't know. Sounds, <laughs> it's definitely like more of a sweet thing, so. Yeah. I don't know about the whole hand pie. Sounds small. Yeah. They also have a Cruella de Vil brownie, brownie in a spotted cup with black, dark 
chocolate mousse, white chocolate mousse, and a Cruella de Vil logo. You're a spotted cup. Oh, that kind of sounds interesting. Whoa. Just the mousses itself. Yeah, it's a lot of mousse. Yeah. Uh, they also have a graveyard cupcake that'll be a smash. <laughs> uh, a chocolate cupcake with cherry filling. Ooh, yeah. dark chocolate mousse, Halloween sprinkles, and a chocolate tombstone. Now, this is one that I think I definitely want to try. Kind of sounds like a black forest. Yeah, very, yeah, it's definitely, because the cherry filling, yeah. it definitely sounds like it's uh, more of, it's supposed to be like a black forest cupcake, yeah. and I like black forest. Me too. And uh, whether it's ham or uh, cake. <laughs> Any Thanksgiving yet? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to want to try that one. Uh, they also have a spice bunt cake, cheese, pumpkin cheesecake, pumpkin muffin, and Mickey Mummy Macaroon. Macaron. Macaron. Uh, over at uh, Coke Corner, a.k.a. Refreshment Corner, they have a Halloween hot dog with spicy meatballs, <laughs> cheese sauce, and oven-roasted tomatoes. Now, ooh, now that sounds really good. Well, you need to try that and let us know what it, what it was Yeah, what we'll see. Like. That's a lot of uh, about the dogs. meatballs. That's a lot of hot dogs, but that sounds interesting, though. It's like a, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, can you just take the hot dog off and just give me a meatball sandwich? <laughs> uh, over at the Plaza Inn, which of course always has some delectable treats, they have a Main Street Mickey's Pound Cake. Ooh! Now this sounds good. Pound cake filled with blueberry compote and cookie crumbles, surrounded by whipped cream and garnished with black sugar and mint. I would try that. Now I don't know about the cookie crumbles. That sounds boring, but the rest of it sounds bomb. No, because then you're going to be eating it, and then you're going to have a little crunch crunchiness to it i bet you it's gonna be really really good right i i'm really looking forward to trying that and then they have the halloween mickey mouse cake which is a cinnamon praline bunt cake with an apple center and finished with an orange glaze and sprinkles over at galactic grill and at the alien pizza planet uh we got the return of the spider parfait now they're calling it the alien spider parfait at alien pizza planet but it has the same description so it's probably the same thing right it's just why it just it's the it's the spider parfait shut up uh over at uh, also over at alien pizza planet they will have a cosmic chili pasta which is pinwheel pasta chili cheese chili cheese and green onion uh that actually sounds good because that sounds like something i used to eat as a kid and that is it for Disneyland. Yep. Now we're gonna have to be kind of uh, probably be a little skip thing things down. Yeah, here this is a lot. There's a lot of stuff at DCA, so uh, we will start at uh, where the hell is Fiddler Pfeiffer and Practical <laughs> Cafe? Have I asked that before? Uh, yes, you have, and that's basically Starbucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, over there, we'll have, we'll have a Sleepy Hollow cupcake. Ooh, red velvet cupcake with headless horseman chocolate pieces. Now, I like red velvet. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> uh, over at Clarabelle's Ice Cream, they will have a spider silk macaron sandwich. That's a black macaron with chocolate tart cherry spun ice creams topped with popping candy and raspberry sauce. That's now, interesting, too. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Now, I just want to back up, though, and I just want to <laughs> say, what's the whole... What, I'm really confused with this whole uh, emergence of the whole popping candy thing is now i mean obviously we had pop rocks uh you know it came out 
before we were kids or when we were kids. I'm not really sure if those came out when we were kids, but Pop Rocks have been out for a long time. And uh, I just don't understand the whole thing with putting them in desserts now. It's, I don't understand why that's a thing. Is that someone that did that start on the uh, you know uh, British baking show or one of those other Probably. Food Network shows Probably. or something where people started doing that shit and now yeah. everybody wants to do it? Yes. I just wanted to say something because that's been showing up since like uh, like last food and wine or something. I think a bunch of stuff had the yeah. popping candy. Yeah. Or maybe it was last Christmas. Actually, I think was when that started. I don't remember. I just know it's becoming a thing, and I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, also at uh, Claire Bell's, the Batwing Raspberry Sunday. Ooh. <laughs> a white chocolate raspberry swirl ice cream with raspberry splatter, red sprinkles, whipped cream, and Batwing cookie. Yes. That sounds yummy. Uh, now over at Smoke Jumbo's Grill, Smoke Jumbo's, uh, Salazar, Captain Salazar <laughs> is going to take us over to Smoke Jumbo's Grill where we see the return <laughs> of the Green Apple Spell Lemonade. That's good. Yes, yeah, so over at Smoke Jumbo's Grill, we had the Green Apple Spell Lemonade last year. If you guys want to know how what we thought about it, uh, listen to that episode. Spoiler <laughs> It was good. We both <laughs> liked it. So uh, we definitely highly recommend you getting that from Smoke Jumper's Grill. And uh, while you're there, see if they have any ducktail sippers left and yes. get one. Uh, I just want to note that uh, I believe we've heard that this has been there already. But uh, I just want to note that the uh, over at Pacific Wharf Cafe, we have the return of the original yum, the bacon cheddar ale soup. Which go, which it was from the very first food and wine festival, but then after that it went to Pacific Wharf, and then after that they did at the subsequent food and wines they did the better chicken, the better bacon cheddar lager soup, which wasn't as good. I didn't think it had as good of a flavor. So this is the return of the original bacon cheddar ale soup from the uh, food and wine festival of two thousand. 16, right? That was the first one, 2016? Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, I we didn't have one in the year yeah, of the 60th, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, you're right. Uh, over at Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta, I believe this is the return of the anti-vampire pizza. I think this is the same one that they've had before. Yeah. And it, of course, was the roasted garlic sauce, marinade chicken, smoked gouda, mozzarella, roasted red peppers, and a tomato Parisa sauce drizzle. Uh, over at Corn Dog Castle, I believe this is back again, or also, or no, the variation of something they had before. Maybe it's, not so encumbered, right? Because it sounds uh, familiar with that blackberry sauce. But all the other stuff, I don't know. It's right. just a spicy pepper jack dog dipped in corn batter, of course, because it's a corn dog. Uh, drizzled in blackberry sauce and then topped with sweet pineapple salsa, pickled serranos, and crushed cheese puffs. You're a cheese puff. Now, I would have that, but you can keep your sweet pineapple salsa. You can put the pickled serranos on the side and you can take your crushed cheese puffs and 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 I'm going ham. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of going home over at Award Wieners, they will have a pumpkin spice funnel cake fries 
again? Those are the ones they had last time, right? Uh, Those are the same ones they had last time where they tried to tell us we couldn't get it without the combo. Remember? Oh, okay. Those are the ones I tried to go get, and then they were like, oh, you can't get that unless you're getting the combo. Because I wanted just the fries or something. Oh, no, those no, were no, the, no, no, no. No, those were the, the regular top, fries. That was the topper thing. That was it? the toppers thing. Yeah. Never mind. No, this is the fun. But these fry. have been there before, though, right? I don't know they have. I know, No, I don't think so. Because somebody has had the funnel cake fries because yeah, I've had but, them. Yeah, but this is different. I mean, they, yeah, they've had funnel cake fries, but, you know, this is pumpkin spice funnel cake fries. Okay, so they had just the plain funnel cake fries. Yeah, funnel cake fries, I don't think they had them last uh, um, Halloween time. I think that was kind of something new that came out later right. i think i don't okay I'm so anyways there. they they have had the funnel cake fries before but now they've taken that batter and they've thrown some pumpkin spice magic into it <laughs> and uh those will be dusted with pumpkin oh see it's just the funnel cake fries dusted with pumpkin right. sugar spice right. so it is the same thing if they just adding all this crap on top of it uh that will also have a pumpkin spice sauce and a pumpkin spice whipped cream uh those apparently don't start until mid-september so they will not be available on September 7th along with everything else. Uh, they will also have a cookies and cream funnel cake fries, which of course are just your plain funnel cake fries dusted with crushed chocolate cream cookies and topped with cream cheese, chocolate cream cookie pieces, and whipped cream. Now I would share that with someone. Now I would have no interest in that one. I'd rather have the pumpkin spice one. Ew. I'm just not a big on cookies and cream, just like you're not big on pumpkin. We're just big. Uh, now, the most important thing here of all is the uh, Oktoberfest dog. Oh, I thought you meant the beer. Oh, <laughs> well. I'm just kidding. To some people, it probably would be. Uh, a Oktoberfest dog will be a kielbasa sausage topped with caramelized onion, sauerkraut, not bacon sauerkraut, <laughs> Oktoberfest beer cheese, ooh, and green onions. I've actually had beer cheese before. Beer cheese is bomb. I, I, it's okay. I'm not down with it. A little I, too creamy or too beery. I don't think it's beery, but I don't know. I was, I don't know. I didn't really like it that much. They, they actually have them at uh, Red Robin. Yum. Ooh. You get the pretzel bites and it has oh, a beer. Oh yeah, pretzel bites is big with beer cheese. Yeah, I tried it, but. Now, uh, I don't know if it's going to be going away because I had heard that they have a special dog there right now, the fire dog. Right. Or the, the, yeah, the fire dog. Yeah, something like that. I don't that. know what that's, what was that for? Was that for Pixar? Pixar. That was for anger? Or, yeah. So that'll probably be going away if it's whenever the they go to switch over to this stuff. So uh, now over at Smoothies, as long as you can get there, get up and get over there before noon or whenever the hell that now, is. Now, real quick, before you uh, say anything, um, I was there, like I said, I met up with Michael. And before I met up with him, I was thinking, oh, I want to go I want to go over there to get that, that, that monster smoothie or whatever they had. So I was thinking, oh, I'm going to go over there and try that. And uh, when I went over there, when I passed by there, that line was long. It was like. It was like almost uh, like a abominable. A, yes, yes. Wow, that's. I was like, no, uh, that's ridiculous. No, I'm not trying nothing today. Well, that means it's going to get any, even worse then. Once. Yes. Yeah, I don't understand why they want to have that place closed so early. It's yeah. stupid. It's like it's been that way ever since it opened. Uh, anyways, over there they're going to have a uh, 
croissant donut. Okay, I don't even know why I'm telling you that because that's stupid. But if you want it, it's filled with peanut butter and jelly. Mm. Uh, they will have a caramel apple smoothie, which is apple caramel and ice cream. And they will have an espresso chip ice cream whoopie pie. Now, that, that caramel apple smoothie is really, really good. I've had it the last two years. That It came out two years ago. And every year I actually had a taste of it. So I highly recommend you getting that if, if uh, you haven't tried it yet. And you like, uh, basically, if you like, uh, you know, apples and caramel, it's really, really good. Now, over there at the place next to uh, where, I don't know, whatever it used to be called. Now it's called Hollywood Lounge. In case you don't know where that is, it's where the alcohol was sold during Mad Tea and any other events that take a place over there neck in that area across from the Monsters Ride. But that uh, stand there now where they sell the alcohol and everything is now called Hollywood Lounge. Or however long it's been called that, in case you didn't know. Uh, they have a bone-chilling apple cider that's a non-alcoholic. I believe that was last year. Uh, they have a Spitfire cider, which is an apple cider with cinnamon whiskey. Of course, that's alcoholic. Uh, they have some beers, beer, 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 michelada, sour apple slush with vodka. That's the one he wants to try. Yes, I do. I don't know if that's a return. You said that was there last year or you don't know? No, I don't know. I just okay. saw that. Uh, that sounds good. It sounds familiar. Uh, just to like the green apple slush also sounds familiar. That is a, another non-alcoholic. Uh, basically, it's the sour apple slush without the vodka. And then... Uh, they have a cotton candy lemonade with vodka. It's called a Supernatural Spirit. And then they have a Ghoulish Delight, which is the non-alcoholic version cotton candy lemonade. And then uh, beer. <laughs> uh, right next door at the Studio Catering Truck, they have Fire Dragon Tacos, which Fire. are pork belly tacos with kimchi slaw, Korean barbecue sauce, and a sriracha crema. Now, that's just a variation of a... Uh, pork belly taco that they've had before over at flows that will have a candy cone pie with a cream pie with vanilla butterscotch and white chocolate pudding and then they will also have a pumpkin spice shake over at the cozy cone they will have a slow burning mac and cheese cone fresh cooked pasta with spicy red pepper cheese sauce t- topped with crushed chili cheese puffs and served in a bread cone give me cheese yeah, and get the mouth on fire. And then they will have a spoky cone macaron filled with marshmallow, buttercream, and candy corn. <laughs> Interesting. They had that one macaron last year with the candy corn in it. This seems different. Or actually, you know what? I think it's the same one because it's the one I got that looked like the cone. Yeah. And uh, the inside was all the... Was all the uh, the buttercream, marshmallow buttercream, but the candy corn was around the edge. So you had to okay. take the whole thing. The, you had to take the macaron apart and then pick out all the candy corn, and then you know, I just ate it like that. I, I kind of want to do that because I want to try that uh, oh, marshmallow buttercream. It's really good. But, really yeah, want... you have to go through the trouble of pulling it apart and taking all the candy corn out. But after you've done that, it's worth it because the macaron itself is well, yummy. Well, I, I do want to try that. I want to try that. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend it if you don't mind. Even if you don't like candy corn, I definitely recommend going through the trouble of getting it because it was yummy. Because I that was one I tried at that event last year. 
And that's it. Yes. A lot of stuff. My uh, blood sugar is going to be really high. Yep. Because then, of course, after this, uh, after Halloween, of course, it's only a couple of weeks. Or actually, at this rate, it's only probably going to be one week before we go right into Christmas. Yep. And all the Christmas treats. Hey, speaking of food. I like food. Well, we all do like food. Well, we were talking about last week about, uh, was that last week or week before, about uh, some uh, speculation about things that might be going on at the tropical the upcoming hot tropical hideaway yes. over there in Adventureland. Not in the tropics, though. Not in the tropics, though, although it has been feeling like it <laughs> of late. Yes, it has. So uh, we were talking about uh, some possibilities about the Dole Whip and stuff coming over there and that it might be opening on September 21st. Well, first of all, uh, it's definitely not going to open on September 21st because not only have we not still not gotten an official date on that, but the date opening date for... Uh, tiki room for Miss Refurbishment has been put, pushed back, what, a week, you said, or two weeks? Um, I don't know about the week is, the weeks, but I know it's October 3rd is when Tiki Room will reopen. So that's about two weeks or so. So uh, we still don't know because we did get just get a uh, thing yesterday from the Disney Parks blog about the Tropical Highway, and they are saying that it will open later this year is what they're saying. But uh, later could be next week. So, I mean, uh-huh. you know, so it's still possible that uh, we what we heard, it could be possible that this will be opening with Tiki Room. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, it's definitely going to be uh, later this year. Uh, no word yet on the uh, part about the uh, Dole Whip, but we do get some uh, food items that they've announced that they'll have over there. And... Uh, if you like bow, I didn't understand that little short. Oh no 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 no! We're not talking about that. Oh, real 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 bow. Oh, you know what? After watching that short, I don't think I could actually eat that. <laughs> I bet there's a lot of people that feel like that. <laughs> uh, they will be surveyed up some different unique bow buns. They will have three different types. They will have a spiced vegetable bow. They will have a kefir lime chicken bow, and they will have a bulgogi beef bow. <laughs> You're a bulgogi. Thank you. You will also be able to try a delicious chilled ramen salad or grab a tropical-inspired snack. Uh, they don't really say what that means. <laughs> uh, and for a sweet treat, you can try a sweet pineapple lumpia, a spring roll filled with pineapple and sweet cream cheese. Now, that doesn't sound good to me at all. Uh, there's probably a lot of people that that sounds good to. Uh, it just doesn't sound good to me. I w- if it was just pineapple, I might eat it, but I don't know about the cream cheese. So that does all sound very interesting. Of course, you guys uh, would anybody that's been around for the Lunar New Year celebration knows that they have a cart set up over there near Paradise Gardens where they usually sell bows, bow buns, and stuff like that. So. This is definitely something that's right along those lines where it'll be cooked at a different location and then brought over and probably sold either over a, uh, you know, from an empty countertop or from a cart or something. So, uh, still plenty of room to get those Dole Whip, uh, those Dole uh, stands in there. Yeah, speaking of Dole Whip, we're hearing that they were they're going to be adding Dole Whip to 
the app where you can actually, you know, buy ahead of time, place your order, and then go pick it up. So, you know. It, it definitely supports the idea of the Dole Whip or the Dole moving over there. Right. Because uh, I, don't for, I don't see them using the app for ordering at the other location because it's just one. It's so, it's so small. And then, of course, we don't know how all of that is going to look over there once they reopen uh, Tiki Room altogether. So, the, hopefully, yeah, it'll make sense if they move the dole into uh, the tropical hideaway. And then you'll be, able, you'll be able to go on the app and order some Dole Whip and just go pick it up. And right, you don't right. have to wait in that line. It might even explain why uh, why we've heard that there might be two Dole Whip stands. One right. might be for pickup right. specifically, and one might be for walk-ups. Yeah. So that might make sense. So a lot of things to look forward to, and uh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But for all you Dole Whip fans, um, be able to order in the app. That's pretty cool. Yep. And I was just thinking, too, when we're talking about the Halloween treats and those, like, Sundays and stuff, you can order that on the app and just go pick up your Sundays for those, those, those Halloween Sundays. That would be pretty cool. So you don't have to be waiting in that line. You know, those lines get pretty long at the ice cream shop. So that's, uh, a, that's right. I forgot that Clarabelle's was one of the ones that are on there, isn't it? Yeah, Clarabelle's and uh, Gibson Girl. So That's right. Yeah, Crazy. Exactly. I can't wait for that. Now, uh... I'm not going to go into too much detail on this, but we have been getting, because we don't deal a lot in, you know, rumors and speculation, but this does uh, apparently come from a good source, at least according to the article, it's a good source. I can't prove it by me, but <laughs> uh, we mean, there's uh, reports that they're having some issues with the interactivity on the, for the Millennium Falcon ride. I, there was some, did you read this oral article? I read some of it. Did you see the part about how they're testing in Glendale? Yes. I find that very interesting. The article basically says that they're, somewhere in Glendale they must have a, a uh, single mock-up of one of the uh, Millennium Falcon ride vehicles because they have been testing the Millennium Falcon ride in Glendale with people, just random people off the street, I guess. They probably don't know what they're being brought in for. <laughs> but... Uh, they started out, they were testing, because I guess the, the, uh, the ride vehicle is, uh, according to you know, most reports, is going to take about six people. And uh, so they were getting groups that were all together. But then they started thinking, well, that's not going to happen. When you start bringing in people off the stri- uh, in the ride, you're, gonna have, you're not always going to have a group of six, five or six people. You're always going to have, you're going to have groups of three, and then you're going to have to fill it in with another group of three or a group of two or something. So you're going to get people that don't, that aren't necessarily, they don't know each other. Yeah. And the problem they were finding was that instead of being entertained, people were getting frustrated. And the reason people were getting frustrated is because, well, inevitably, inevitably uh, you can't guarantee you're going to end up in a vehicle full of smart people. And, uh, of course, if you're somebody you're not know, then... Uh, of course, with all the reports of the ride, you guys, everybody has to work together. Uh, originally, I guess they had reported that you'd be able to harass a Millennium Falcon. Now, I don't know if they, they, they are saying that that wasn't the case, that maybe they took that out. But now you could definitely damage the Millennium Falcon and that everything everybody does affects the ending. And people were getting frustrated that there were people riding the ride who didn't understand what they were supposed to be doing and 
how they were supposed to be doing it or what they were and how it affects their ride. And basically it would affect and people would end up with a negative effect at the end of the ride because and with nobody to blame, but maybe one person in their group or something like that who just didn't get it. So they were finding that, like I said, people were getting much more frustrated than they were being excited getting off the ride. So they've essentially kind of gone back to the drawing board. I don't know how they're going to fix this and still have it have the, uh, you know, the interaction that they wanted to have before. I mean, because yeah. otherwise, if they take away that, then everybody's just sitting in the ride on a, on a ride just like any other ride, yeah. like any other simulator. If you take away the each person having an individual responsibility, then you kind of kill that. But I definitely see what they're saying. I would be frustrated if I got put yeah, in, the, yeah. in there with, People. And you you guys know how frustrating Anthony gets. You've heard his rant, so you could you could basically take uh, uh, have a mental picture of him on the ride get pissed off. I would. I'd be like. I would get be like. Hey, why aren't you doing that? Hey, you're supposed to be done. Blah blah. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, people would not like me on that ride if I. I would have to go in like groups that of people I know because even then I'd start probably be yelling at somebody. Yeah. What are you doing, Michael? <laughs> yeah, so we'll have to see what happens with that. Uh, there was a couple of interesting things out of this article that I just wanted to uh, highlight besides that that bit of uh, rumor. And there's way too many details in this for it to not be mostly true. Right. Especially the part about them testing Glendale and stuff. But there's a couple things in here that I find interesting. Uh, one of them is a quote from the guy... He says that it's not a happy moment because of having to do the retrofit and the computing power that's involved in controlling the imagery inside the Millennium Falcon ride is Pentagon level. Whoa. You didn't see that line? I must Towards the end. I, I think I read the whole thing, but I just, yeah. He says that the, so basically the graphics and the computer processing that's being used inside of the Millennium Falcon ride just for what you're seeing is is on the level of what of what the basically the government has the military right so that tells you something about how state of the art and advanced that everything that's going to be in Galaxy's Edge is going to be if they're talking about it that it's on that kind of level now the other thing that's interesting in here is that the guy this is all the information is coming from he hears that the construction team wants to finish the park by the end of April so there's enough time to train the staff, and here's the interesting part: get annual pass holders in early, an early look before the grand opening next summer. So it's interesting that they want to have it done by the end of April, so that way they can train people, and then that they are talking about possibly having annual pass holder previews of some sort. Right. I'm just thinking because you know everything they've been doing with previews is charging. So we all know that the Pixar Pier was a flop. I, I still think it's a possibility we're going to get the same thing that Pandora did. Despite them doing all these charging events, I still think it's possible that they will you know, not screw us over and they will give us the, the sign-up thing like what they did for Pandora when, when Pandora opened in Florida. I was just wondering if they would do a half-assed, you know, preview for APs like 
you can sign up, like you said, and you come and check this out, blah, 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 but not everything's going to be working, not everything's going to be on or whatever. And if you want to come back, you're going to pay the 500 bucks. You know what, to be honest with me, I would be totally fine with that if they wanted to have a AP or some sort of preview where you could come and just be able to walk around Galaxy's Edge without even any rides running. I would be totally 100% for that because just to be able to walk around with not as many people and not have be shoulder to shoulder, you know, stroller to stroller, stroller to stroller, <laughs> uh, walking around that place because, you know, once it it's open and all those people are in there, it's not going to be as pretty. So right. to have a chance to get in there and take pictures and to just experience the whole, all of, uh, you know, Black Spire Outpost without all of the, 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 uh, the rabble walking around i would be i would welcome it even if i didn't get to go on the rides is that barney uh no rabble oh the other guy yes all right just a note as we told you guys last week d23 tickets are now on sale of course sorcerer's packages are gone really yeah you know those go kind of quick usually yeah but you know they were like what 2500 yeah that's just crazy if this guy says it's crazy, you know it's crazy. Oh, hell yeah. And I'm not even Crazy Larry. But you can still get tickets for uh, the rest of the, you know, your regular tickets for the three days or single-day tickets. Whatever you want to do is still on sale or yep, they're on get, sale. Get your, uh, get your D23 gold or gold family membership and get your and get those tickets before, what when was it, November 28th or 29th, 29th yeah. something. Uh, real quick, I just want to say that... um. Like I said, I was uh, I mentioned earlier that I was at Disneyland on that Sunday, and I forgot to say who I ran into at Disneyland. Take a wild guess. Mickey Mouse. No, but he was there. Oh, quick story. I'm going to get sidetracked real quick because I've never seen this. At the end of the night, about 11.30 or so, people are leaving You know the park. I was on Main Street. Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse were both walking up Main Street just saying hi. Wow. You know, usually they're in the corners over there in the spots, you know, taking pictures. They were just walking up Main Street and just saying hi to people leaving. I was like, I've never seen that before. Wow, that's cool. But, no, I did see Mickey and Minnie. But, no, I saw Bubba. Bubba. Bubba was there. Yeah. And I was actually just walking over to Tomorrowland, and I I saw him there. We we were just talking for a little bit. He said that he was about to head to... uh, store tours and then probably uh leave and he asked if i want to go on i said well of course let's go so yeah saw bubba it's pretty cool to see bubba again and he said he said this he said it was nice seeing you and made my day uh, i was like whoa uh, now, that was a very very awesome compliment i don't get compliments like that every day did it make you felt um no but it made me feel good inside <laughs> Uh, real quick, since you said you went on Star Tours, are they still running that same ending, or have they finally let it, or is it rotating finally? Okay, what ending? The one with the, uh, whatever the last Jedi ending was. Okay, so, uh, oh, 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 the crate, the crate, yeah, with the crate ending. No, no. It's regular. I guess it's back to. Oh, okay. Because they never said when they were doing that. Right. But right. last I had known, last I had went on it, they were still, and that was beginning of June, I believe. 
Uh, I had went on it last, and they were still running the crate ending. Well, the ending they were doing before, I don't know if it's the same or whatever, but the ending, it was you land in Galaxy's Edge? Yeah, that's the crate ending. Okay, yeah. I, okay. So no, they they uh they're not doing that anymore. Oh, okay. well, at least the one I went on. They right. They okay. Well, that. I mean, if you didn't see it, then that means they're not rotated. They're road back to rotating. It, right. You know? So that's good. So just a note to everybody who had been waiting to go on Star Tours and see they and got tired of seeing the same scenes over and over again. They are now back to rotating. That thank goodness. Yeah. So yeah, saw Bubba. It was nice to see you, Bubba, and I really appreciate that compliment. That was really really. Cool. Hope to see Bubba. Yeah. All right, so we've been telling you guys for quite some time now about the upcoming Disney streaming service. And, of course, there have been many speculations about what it was going to be called. And, well, okay, maybe nobody really cared what it was going to be called. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, everybody assumed it would have some sort of cool name like Disney Direct or... Yeah, I like that name. Yeah. I think that's one of the ones I think people had suggested. Uh, of course, uh, Disflix had been kind of, uh, they couldn't really use that because that had already been associated with some bad uh, bad press. So uh, finally, the other day, we got the word from Mr. Iger. Okay, so this I was about to tell you about that the Disney streaming service had been finally named by Bob Iger in what would be considered the worst name since Freeform. <laughs> and that it was going to be called Disney Play, which is a stupid name. Because A, it reminds me too much of that stupid app, that the Disneyland yeah. Play app, yeah. which is maybe why there was some confusion. I don't know. But uh, now, according to Inside the Magic, who references that Variety removed all mention of the Disney Play thing from their original article, so... Apparently now it's not going to be called Disney Play. So anybody out there still thinking that the Disney streaming service app is going to be called still called Disney Play? Apparently that was not a thing, and that it was a somebody misreported that. So we may find out that that's not the case, but whatever. I think basically what happened was is that Iger probably said something, and maybe he was misinterpreted, and then probably Disney told Variety or something uh, that's not what he meant. Right. I don't know. So, apparently as of now, it is not going to be called Disney Play. So, uh, But they did emphasize once again that they are looking at an initial. Now, keep in mind, the they keep stressing the word initial price point lower than Netflix. And there's a lot of rumors going around that basically any, uh, $6.99 is what a lot of uh, the rumors are saying. Is that we'll have a initial price point of six ninety nine a month. Now that seems to imply to me that if at six ninety nine there's not gonna be a whole lot of stuff on there at first. So just be prepared that as they add more stuff, the price will probably go up to somewhere in the Netflix to uh Hulu range of ten ninety nine to fourteen ninety nine, I'm guessing. Somewhere in that area. Uh, they're going to have to keep it down in order to stay competitive uh, because, of course, uh, also today, uh, of course, we know that Disney's, they're talking about a, a fall of, uh, launch of fall of 2019 now. I don't know where this actually came from, but because uh, we just got the announcement today that the Warner Brothers is launching, or the uh, the DC 
right. is launching their streaming service on September 15th. Oh. And that if you sign up now as a pre-order uh, for the whole year, you get three months free. So you uh, only pay seventy four ninety nine or something like that for a whole year. Oh. But you have to sign up all at once. Right. So, but, uh, so either way, they're going to have to keep up with stuff with with all the streaming services coming out because, of course, not only do you have the DC streaming service, but then you'll have the actual Warner Brothers streaming service. It's all getting so crazy. Uh, At some point, I'm hoping that basically they will still be able to have all these streaming services. Will still be, even if you have all these streaming services, hopefully it'll still be cheaper than cable. Well, now there, I don't know if this is new, but uh, Nickelodeon, is that new or has that been? Uh, I don't know. I actually just saw that uh, I had somebody I was shown, I think Rebecca showed me that uh, Nickel, there's some Nick shows going on to uh, some streaming service called VMZ or something like that, which is owned by Crunchyroll and shows a lot of anime. Oh, really? And that somehow they're going to be showing a lot of. Nicktoons stuff. Oh, okay. But I didn't see anything about a no, actual I, I, Nickelodeon. I, I thought I saw something about Nickelodeon streaming or uh, something. Because they were also going to be having like Legends of the Hidden Temple and all kinds of stuff. Maybe that's what you saw, but... Maybe. Maybe uh, the way it was worded was that it was going to be their own streaming service. I just saw something real quick. I just really didn't pay attention to it. Oh, what I saw was um, oh, okay, yeah, it's just basically that VRV, v, yeah, I see. And it here. Nickelodeon have teamed up to create a streaming channel. So okay. what it'll probably be is it'll probably just be a channel within VRV. Right. Okay. Uh, VRV right now is a service that uh, I actually have it right now because she had signed up for a month of Crunchyroll because she wanted to watch some Digimon or something, and uh, it came with that VRV for free. Mm with the subscription to Crunchyroll. So uh, if this, whenever, I don't know when this is starting, if it's starting right away, uh, I will probably check that out since I already, since we have uh, have it as part of the subscription. But uh, now I just want to say real quick, uh, I want to know how many listeners right now heard him say Crunchyroll and are getting kind of hungry. Cause <laughs> whatever that Crunchyroll is, sounds kind of good. <laughs> Uh, you, you probably wouldn't think so if you knew what Crunchyroll is referring oh, to. Okay, because it refers to sushi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crunchyroll is a uh, sushi that has been uh, has had panko. It's been rolled in panko, so okay. it has a like, panko breading on the outside, and that's called a Crunchyroll. I was thinking dessert wise. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> it's all right. You could let it. You could let it think whatever you want in your head of what Crunchyroll means. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's funny. So yeah, those are our news about the Disney streaming service is basically nothing because we thought that they had a name, but they don't. So yeah, never mind about that. All I know is it sounds like Disney's going to be late to the game on the streaming service. Yes, because DC's if DC's coming out in September, uh, I'm pretty sure that Warner Brothers is going to try to have theirs out before Disney. So you're probably looking at at least uh, beginning of next year, maybe for the uh, or or spring for the for the Warner Brothers streaming service. Uh, the Warner Brothers one will be interesting because I know that they've been, they're getting ready to pull a bunch of stuff off of CW Seed, 
I don't know why, because I mean, they're because they're. I know they're getting ready to pull Constantine off of there, and that's like only one of the shows on there. <laughs> one of the only shows on there. So if they pull that off, uh, I think all they'll have will be like the Horse Whisperer. Oh, nothing but Star Wars. Hey, we got some maybe episode nine news. Maybe. Uh, it's from Variety, <laughs> but we have no confirmation from Disney yet. But then. Variety also reported on Billy D. Williams and some of the other ones, and those ended up being confirmed. So uh, the fact that it's coming from Variety hopefully means that these are both confirmation castings, uh, the first of which came last week, and that was that we would be getting Dominic Monaghan in Star Wars. Yeah. If you guys don't know, Dominic Monaghan is also, also it was Mary Doc Brandy Buck, a.k.a. Mary the Hobbit from Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings films. Or some of you may know him as Charlie Pace from Lost. Or if you've ever seen Wild Things with Dominic Monaghan where he goes around and touches spiders and snakes <laughs> and stuff. That show was great. It needs to come back. So we got the word that he would, of course, uh, it was day, it didn't take very long hours of him being announced being in Star Wars. We got the, oh, is he going to be Ray's dad? <laughs> and then probably the next day it was probably oh he's Snoke oh gosh speaking of Snoke uh, just yesterday I believe it was then we got the announcement that another Doctor Who would be coming to Disney to go along with uh, Tenet who's playing Scrooge we will have Matt Smith coming to Star Wars, of course, Matt Smith was the 11th Doctor Who, and uh, some other people may know him as Prince Philip from The Crown on Netflix, and even less people my who saw Pride and Prejudice and Zombies may have seen him in that as Mr. Collins. So we got a Doctor and a Hobbit coming to Star Wars, and of course, there was no time before people started uh, speculating that not only was Max Smith Ray's father, but he was also Snoke, and then also that he was Thrawn. Maybe he's going to be Lando's father. Oh, yeah. And like I said, no official announcements from Lucasfilm themselves about that yet, but we shall find out eventually who are they playing and all that good stuff. Uh, probably not for a while. Because <laughs> we are very, very, very long from the movie coming out, and yeah. Speaking of movies, did you see that Maleficent wrapped? Maleficent 2? No, I did not. Yeah, they wrapped a couple of days ago, so it was pretty cool, and we'll be seeing that pretty soon. Yep. I uh, Just a note, uh, that's not necessarily Disney-related as in going to Disney, but uh, if there's any huge uh, Gravity Falls fans out there, uh, and then haven't seen the news, Alex Hirsch has signed a huge exclusive deal with Netflix to do not only kids, but also adult animated series and movies. So uh, sad news is we won't be getting any kind of uh, reboot or special movie or anything for Gravity Falls anytime soon, as long as he's locked in with Netflix. But we will hopefully be getting some very, very... Exciting stuff from him on Netflix. Coolness. 
Hey, all right, so don't forget that Star Wars Resistance will be coming up on Sunday, October 7th. Make sure you guys, well, I was going to say say your DVR, but you can't do that yet. It's too far in advance. They don't let you do that. I don't know. Some might. DirecTV doesn't. I don't know what yours does. <laughs> don't argue with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so today we got a little uh, neat little, fe- or uh, yesterday or whenever the hell this was, uh, we got a neat, neat little feature talking about the heroes of resistance and uh, giving us a little bit of background story. Team Fireball, they're our core Star Wars group. They're not caught up in the bigger things going on in the galaxy. I want it to have a sense of childlike fun and adventure. And what unifies this team is that they need each other. They need to try and win races to survive and make money. And our hero, Kaz, is still coming into his own, and he's a very, very good pilot. But he's still a bit fish out of water when it comes to living in a place like the Colossus. Nice job, BB-8. All right, this is what I want you to do. I'm Christopher Sean, and I play Kazuta Ziono on Star Wars Resistance. Kaz's job, given to him by Poe, is to spy in the First Order. He's good at flying, but he's not really good at spying. He's a bit clumsy, gets into trouble here and there, but Kaz is definitely a guy who has a lot of heart and wants to make a difference. In times like this, I think it's best to keep Kaz occupied. I am Scott Lawrence. I play Jarek Yeager. Yeager kind of represents the old school. Yeager was a pilot for the Rebellion. Now he's just trying to live his life as mainly a mechanic on this installation in the middle of nowhere. And he unfortunately keeps getting pulled back into the action. Yeager, he's the father figure of Team Fireball, and Kaz causes a lot of trouble and a lot of grief for Yeager. Get ready to be impressed. You ready to be impressed, Tam? I'm completely ready. Hi, I'm Susie McGraw, and I play Tam Rivora on Star Wars Resistance. Tam is a mechanic who works with Yeager. She was a racer back in the day and lost her ship. This guy better be paying for this rush job, Yeager. She's tough, no-nonsense. She kind of has attitude. She also has a lot of heart and passion. She wants to have a purpose in life. She's incredibly brave. She cares about people, but she likes to keep her emotions kind of to herself. Kaz, this is Niku. It is so nice to meet you. Niku is a bit of an oddball. You know, I am starting to like having adventures. I find that it raises my heart rate, which is good for my circulatory system. Hi, I am Josh Brunner, and I play Niku on Star Wars Resistance. He's a genius. He's very naive, but he's got a huge heart. He is this unbelievably positive, happy Nikto character. No matter what kind of day you're having, Niku is having a great day. I once had a pet named Lucky that reminded me of home. And then it died. And then I ate it. We made the show for a younger audience. I think they'll love the relationships between the characters and all the lightheartedness. It's unique in tone, unique in look. It's a completely different package. It's very action-packed and vibrant, colorful, and you have you know lots of different pilots and ships and the different settings. I wish I had a show like this when I was growing up. Yeah. Now the guy who ate his pet, is that an alien-looking guy? Yeah. Okay, I figured that. <laughs> That's the guy who does the voice of uh, Mark Beeks on uh, yeah. Tales. Yeah, I recognize the voice. The guy that does the voice of Jaeger, uh, he has a great voice. And the woman, too. She also has a great yeah. voice. Yeah. But that guy, he reminds me of uh, Phil Lamar, the guy that did the voice of uh, Green Lantern on Justice League. 
Okay. And he's also the voice of uh, Hermes on just on Futurama and uh, stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Now I got a question: Is this a a, um, a series that you just can just get into, or do you get to watch other stuff? You probably just get into it. I mean, you definitely don't have to watch of anything other than maybe uh, Force Awakens, just so you know who Poe is, right? And maybe have backstory of why they're out there. I mean, the only thing you really need to know is just the stuff that uh, maybe the newer movies have told you, just that the uh, the First Order was created out of the uh, the the remnants of the Empire, and that they went off to wild space to reorganize. And of course, this is all related back to because uh, this is going to take place on the edge of wild space and the uh, unknown regions. Not on and, the edge uh, of glory? No. Okay. Uh, but uh, you have to keep in mind that that's the same place where Batu is. Mm-hmm. Batu is also on the uh, border of on the border of wild space, too. So, and then, and of course, that's where the uh, like I said, the first order reorganized out in wild space. So, I mean, that's the only thing you really need to know is just that because that's where the whole background for this series will be is just that they're out there to spy on. What's the beginnings of the first order? As I said, reports are that this takes place about six months before Force Awakens, which of course is when the first order decides to come out of hiding finally and take out the whole Republic, right? With their uh beam, so but just have that little awareness there that uh. You're in the same areas in that, but there's. I definitely think that there's a high chance that Batu will show up in this series. Yeah, I was thinking about that right now too. But as far as anything else, you definitely don't have to have seen any of the other animated series. At least as of right now, you don't have to see have seen Clone Wars or not like where you know you probably was. A, it'd be a good idea to have seen Clone Wars to understand Rebels. This doesn't really seem like that. Okay. Uh, I don't know where if like at some point there might bring in something from back then, but they're se- they're separated by such a time difference, right? That it's more than likely you're going to get cameos from people from the sequel trilogy, from Force Awakens or Last Jedi coming in, where we already know that Poe's part of the show going to be popping in. We already know that Phasma is going to be popping in, and we know that Leia is going to be popping in. But other than that, I mean, we don't know. You may get like a Snap Wexley or somebody like that might pop in or any of like, you know, like all those pilots that died in Last Jedi, like Tali or somebody. You might want to see one of them pop up. But it's very doubtful because these guys are obviously working undercover away from the rest of the uh, resistance. So uh, the chances of that kind of thing happening, I I think, are doubtful. Uh, The only other options would be the fact that they are working on the edge of wild space, it does. There are other, you know, considerations from uh, the rebels period, or that might come into play. But without spoilers, and just the fact that if this, this if the show wants to stay its own, it's not going to do that. All right. Sounds like good. If it's something you wanted to jump into That's without having to watch, having right. had watched any of the other stuff, it's very easily. Yeah, That's yeah. What I was wondering. I mean, I, I watched. Um, like the first couple seasons of Rebels would probably have been very easy for you because there wasn't a lot going on. But once Ahsoka 
and all of them started showing up, and there was more references back to the Clone Wars. No, I've watched Clone Wars. Oh, okay. I, I don't know where I'm at right now in Clone Wars, oh. but I've watched, you know, I watched a lot of it already, so. Has Darth Maul come back? No. Okay, then you're not that far. Cool. It is a good show to go back and watch. It is a, it's some people consider it the greatest animated series of all time, just by the between the graphics and the story and everything, and how great it looked and all that. Of course, I say that the new Ducktales is, but <laughs> unpopular opinion or whatever. Who? I'll fight you. <laughs> Don't argue with him. All right, so we're gonna move on uh, real quick about um, Roseanne. As we talked about before. Roxanne! No, Roseanne. Oh, sorry. Uh, you know, of course, with uh, they're doing the spinoff of the Connors. And uh, and uh, John Goodman was uh, interviewed uh, about all the stuff that went on and blah, 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 blah. But real quick, he, he said here in this interview about reprising his role as the drywall contractor, Dan Connor, said that I guess he'll be moping and sad because his wife's dead so basically suggesting that they are going to kill off roseanne the character and the new connors which is something that tim brought up about doing i said they can do that but they don't really have to address it well if that if this is what they're going to be doing i guess they want to address it and just go ahead and kill her off and uh tim did mention that she was supposed to have surgery on her knee so maybe something goes wrong there. I don't know. But yeah, this is straight from um, the horse's mouth, which is John Goodman. So rude. Uh, I know. Uh, John's awesome. We love him. Yeah, he's blue. So anyway, that's what's uh, the update on that. And I guess we'll just have to see when the Connors uh, come back. Hey, uh, do we got any mail or anything? Uh, Actually, we do have some mail. Better have mail. <laughs> Kill somebody. And our first email comes from Mr. Knight. Hey, I know that guy. Subject line is Food Time with Mr. Knight's Episode 3. Uh-oh. It's an epic. It is epic. It's like the uh, it's like uh, the Odyssey or, or uh, oh, Homer. That was the other one. Not Simpsons. <laughs> All right. He says, what's up, Mozpire crew? Somehow, in a way, I kind of miss hearing Tim on the podcast. All right, enough of that. <laughs> so, yes, I agree with Tim. I'm over this heat and can't wait till it starts. Uh, We've all been over this heat. I uh, can't wait till it right starts to refresh and be cool. I'll take a picture of my boob sweat. Yeah. It wasn't Tim because he hasn't been here. So I don't know how you're agreeing with him because he didn't say that. Uh, you guys are hilarious and my, and my bad. I shall provide punctuations. For them Mexican words. <laughs> By the way, guys, I love your little at-libs like the hotel motel holiday in at the end of the podcast. Oh, they only ended up at the end? Um, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, he says, I love those responses from Giselle. And made me wonder what I would do if I won a large amount of money. First and foremost, I'd pay off all my debts and retire my parents. Retire them where? Whoa. (laughs) Uh, Then I would go crazy with my Disney fandom. 
I would probably buy property near every Disney park so I would have a place to stay for long periods of time and fully enjoy the parks. Definitely do all the Disney cruises and, and top of the list membership to Club 33. So I had a random afternoon trip and had to park over at Simba since structure was closed off. I personally hate parking over there at Tors- at Simba. Yeah. He says, I personally hate parking over at Toy Story parking lot. Well, too bad. It's the yeah. best place to park. I know, right? Um, so as we were walking by downtown Disney, we got really hungry, and I had always wanted to eat at the Ralph Brennan Jazz Kitchen. So we were like, okay, let's check it out. So let's get this show on the road and make all you hungry. We ordered the Bayou Burger, which contained fried green tomatoes, pepper jack cheese, applewood smoked bacon, baby arugula, fried eggs, creole mustard aioli, jalapeno bacon potato salad. That's a big meal. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'll uh, take all of it except for the fried green tomatoes. This was really... Really good. This burger is a really good size. It better be for all that stuff that's on it. We thought it was going to be a small portion and we're thinking about ordering something else. Boy, were we surprised when it came out. This burger was just delicious and filling. Everything was cooked well and it all combined for a mouthful of flavor and deliciousness. The bacon in my mind was awesome, wasn't too crispy and wasn't too underdone and thick cut, which Made it good. The potato salad was good, but the big hit was the burger. So would I have this again? He said, F yeah, I would. Pardon the French. Well, we don't speak French here, so we don't say that word. Would I recommend it to the listeners? Yes, I definitely would recommend it. And I'm going to show Anthony a picture of this burger. I didn't even know they had burgers there. I I didn't either. So that's the burger there. All I can think about right now is that it has the fried egg on top and uh, how much uh, Guy Fieri wouldn't like it. I know. Because he doesn't like fried, he doesn't like eggs. And then there's a potato salad. Interesting. Yeah. Boy. All right. So he continues to say, so I'm a big fan of the Blue Bayou's gumbo. So when I saw gumbo on the menu, I said, whoa. Oh, their gumbo is better than Blue Bayou. If, now, if you never had the gumbo here, they do something really cool when they serve it and it will not ruin anyone that has not seen it so that you can experience it for yourself. I wish I would have been ready so that I could have recorded it. I wish yeah. I was a baller. Now, I was expecting the same gumbo that Bayou serves, and it was definitely not the same. It was good, but this one, you could taste more of the spices. And as you can tell by the picture, it was Broth heavy. Still a real good meal. And towards the end of the meal, those Cajun spices are there. And you're like, can I get more water, please? Overall, a good dish. So I would, would I have this again? I probably would just to get it on video. But that's about it. I'd rather have the blue. I'd rather have the Bayou Burger. Would I recommend it to listeners? Yes, I would recommend it. So here's a picture of uh, that. Ooh. Now, I just want to point out that uh, the reason it's, he mentions it's broth-heavy is because a real gumbo is supposed to be more broth-heavy, as opposed to like the one that uh, 
you know, Blue Bayou is just kind of like for everybody. <laughs> and uh, it doesn't have quite as much more of it. It's less of a uh, uh, more of like like a soup, a more closer to more of a even like more like a jambalaya of anything. All right. Now, when you get to this place, I highly recommend that you order this when you order the food. It has a 20 to 30 minute cooking time and is so definitely worth it. Now, we're really onto what I would label hashtag fat boy swag. So we finished the meal with their double chocolate bread pudding souffle. Semi-sweet chocolate, white and dark chocolate ganache. Now, this was so light and fluffy. Every bite was so delicious. It was never overpowering or heavy. This was just deliciousness and full of enjoyment <laughs> with every bite. Whoa. You know, the only one thing I would definitely do is add that scoop of ice cream on top of it. Would I have it again? F yeah, I would. It's to the point that I would probably go back and just have to sit down just to order this and an appetizer because of the cook time. Would I recommend this to listeners? Yes, I definitely would recommend it. I would say it be one of those ones you must try. Look at that. Ooh. I've never had a souffle. I wouldn't mind trying this. Have you ever had bread pudding? No. I just don't know if it's something you would like. Oh, really? I mean, bread pudding made properly is good, but if you get bread pudding that's not made properly, you're not probably there. I would say it would be fine because I think it's made as more of a souffle than right. like traditional bread pudding. But you know, because bread pudding is basically saw as bread with, you know, if you don't make it right, it's super soggy, like gross right. and. Well, I would try it. I wouldn't order it. As a souffle, it would probably be the best way for you to try it because it has all the other stuff in it. Right. Looks good. If you were to just have a traditional, like, rum, New Orleans-style bread pudding, I don't know if you'd be, if you would like it much, but dessert helps. So this was a fun and random trip, which are happening quite often. What can I say? When you love everything Disney and love to eat and try all of the different foods, that they offer. So on another note, before I wrap this email up, so I touched a little on the whole Winnie the Pooh and how I would just completely get rid of it. So yes, I have my reasons, but the biggest drawback for me was just Pooh. The rest of the characters I was okay with. So he doesn't really like Pooh. Poor Pooh. Uh, you know what? Uh, Pooh. I'm just going to say this. I think... Mr. Knight is jealous of Pooh because he gets all that honey. Just going to say that. I mean, who wouldn't be? Exactly. So who I w- wouldn't be? He says, so I went ahead and watched Christopher Robin after so much begging from my girlfriend and finally gave in. The movie was good. I did eventually like the message behind the whole movie. And although I still don't like that silly old bear, I would retract my earlier statement the movie was done really good and made me change my mind on now I real and now I really gotta think about it on which one I would get rid of. So far, all those that like my reviews and would love to look at some of those Im- images of the foods that I I reveal, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. That's night zero nine. That's let me spell that for you. K-N-I-G-H-T-S-S-09. So until next time, always remember that when in doubt and hungry, like a silly old bear, always enjoy that chocolate souffle. 
and then bounce and bounce and bounce like Tigger. I'm Mr. Knight, and this has been another Food Time with Mr. Knight and Adios Caballeros. <laughs> yeah, I like those guys. Uh, cool. You know what, Abhi? That, that chocolate souffle looks really good. So I wouldn't mind going. Maybe we can go and order that, and I'll try it. And if I don't like it, you can have the rest. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that email, Mr. Knight. Awesome. Maybe you could try the beignets over there because they're oh, yeah, yeah. way better. We need to just, yeah, we need to do that. I don't know why I haven't even just. I've been, I ate inside there once and uh, it was really good. But it's just, uh, you know, it was it's expensive. Right. But uh, it's definitely worth it to go there. All right. Next email is from Wreck-It Rachel. Her uh, subject line is Hope I'm Not Too Late. Uh, hi, guys. I hope I'm not too late for this. I got behind on my podcast. I got to keep it regular. I'm listening to your latest podcast right now as I type this, and that watermelon thing Mr. Knight is talking about sounds so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Melons are foul. Just had to get that out. I usually like his food reviews, though. <laughs> what was the melon thing you were talking about? Oh, I don't know. Was we'll, that we'll, last week? Yeah, we'll go back real quick after this. Uh Giselle, great lottery dreams. Anyway, it's early and I got to go into work and I can't think of any more to say. I'm glad you guys are back, Rachel. That's funny. I like a watermelon. Watermelon is one of my favorite fruits. I th- well, we all talk about, or I always say my favorite is the um, it's strawberries. Love strawberries, number one. Uh, watermelon says close because I love cherries and I love a lot of fruits. All right, so we're, uh, it was that um, that one from Clarabelle's, the Saladitas, Saladitas, oh. the watermelon sorbet with the watermelon chunks, housemates, tor- Torino sauce, and all that kind of crap, the chili. Right on. That's what she was talking about. All right, well, thank you for your short uh, email there, Wreck-It Rachel. All right, next email is from Giselle the Gazelle. Speaking of the Gazelle. Her subject line is too many peeps. I love peeps. Not the ones in the parks. All right. Uh, hey, bros. Hope you're having an awesome start of the week. Went to the parks on Sunday. Hey, I was there on Sunday. You didn't say what's up. Rude. Uh, she said when she went to the parks on Sunday and ate at the Lamplight Lounge. Hashtag no invite. Have you guys been there yet? No. No thanks to you. <laughs> I will say that the atmosphere is pretty cool. We had lunch reservations and sat on the corner right in front of the Mickey wheel, not the Pixar pal around. We were right on the water. It was beautiful. I had the blue frozen blended drink. Blue? No, blue. Not blue. I think it was called Open Ocean. It was very tasty, like a slushy with alcohol. I ate the I ate the pork drumlet thingies. It was more spicy than it was sweet, but I would eat it again. Thank you. It was a pretty big portion. I couldn't finish it. I need to make reservations to see it at night. I wonder how they will be able to accommodate nighttime guests once World of Color is back. How do they even keep everyone on the outside of the restaurant from getting wet? <laughs> 
Maybe they close it off before the show. How, uh, how did they do before? Yeah, I believe it's... Well, they only... I don't know. I, th- I think it's closed. I'm not really sure. I didn't really pay attention. I had never been to Ariel's Grotto before. Maybe they have done that all along. I just never looked into it. Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember. It was so busy in there, man. Who let all the regulars in? Basically, who uh, unblocked the SoCal's? I know. The parking's closed almost every single day since they've been back. Yeah. I'm so glad Pixar Fest is almost over. Can't wait for fall and pumpkins. Mickey's everywhere. Yeah. What are you guys going to be for Halloween this year? Last year, I didn't dress up. And when I got there, I told myself I would plan ahead for this year. I have some ideas. Hope to get started on my costume soon. Ooh. She has a dirty award. Uh-oh. My dirty award goes to the lady in front of me at the Lamplight Lounge <laughs> who was yelling at the server about her wait time. Tell him. So awkward. As if yelling makes anything better. If anything, I would have made her ass wait longer. <laughs> Talk to you next week, love G. Damn. Oh, look at this. Look at it real quick. <laughs> a little gazelle. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I actually don't have a costume. I'm, I'm not even doing the costume thing. I'm just going to go in and uh, enjoy the party. And um, well, from there, maybe I'll make my own shirt. It says a Halloween shirt or something. It says it's Halloween. I don't know. I always uh, revert back to the uh, joke from uh, Adam's family. Oh. Where they ask Wednesday what her, if she's what her costume is. And she just says she's dressed as a homicidal maniac because they look like everybody else. <laughs> hey. Maybe I'll put that on a shirt. All right. Thank you for your email, Giselle the Gazelle. All right. Next uh, email is from James Rowan. Whoa. Not not from um, Australia. Not from Australia. All right. He says uh, his his subject line is questions, questions. Greetings, Mouse Pyre. Sorry I haven't written in a while. I'm not one just to talk to hear my own voice, if you know what I mean. No. Leave Tim alone. I got a little behind on my podcast and only today finally got up to date on Mousepire. It was weird not hearing Tim on the last episode, but it was kind of nice not hearing the constant arguing. <laughs> uh, you know what? Some people actually likes, like the arguing. They there. do, yes. Michael. Anyway, I have a couple of questions for you guys. I'm in the early planning stages for a solo trip to Disneyland early next year. I have never been by myself and wondered if you had any tips or suggestions for someone who has no attachments in the parks. Also, I am currently thinking of the last week of January. Do you know what rides are regularly scheduled to be down around then? The Disney calendar doesn't go out that far, but I know that these things are generally the same year after year what about park hours i like to be there late i'm a night owl and i like to stay until midnight do they stay open that late in january at all i am likely to come in on a friday and have a half day on friday and all all of saturday and sunday in the parks all right that was a big long first question Uh, first of all small world small world will go down about middle of january It'll be out down for months. <laughs> yeah, for some reason they always 
Take forever. Take forever on that one. You might have uh, Jungle Cruise, because that hasn't gone in a while. You might. Have... Uh, normally, you might have had Pirates. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, or Matterhorn, but both of those are out of scheduled. You will have Haunted Mansion after the holiday season. This should be back up by end of January, though, right? Yeah. They'll be, they'll be done before Small World gets started. Right. As far as hours go, most of January will probably be closing no later, no earlier than or no later than ten. But you'll have the week if you're there the weekends. They should be eleven or midnight. So, oh right. So I don't think you have to worry about that. As far as what to do, you know what you know what Disneyland is about. You know what rides you like. Just go, chill, have fun. If you uh, if you're not one of those persons that just have to go on every single ride. Check out some of the shows. Go check out uh, Magical Map if you haven't seen that in a while. Definitely. Especially if you've never seen it. Yeah, that too. Uh, check out the Disneyland Band. Check them out. Their performances, they perform all over the park. That's one thing I like to do to watch performances. I just like to watch, sit there and watch things like that. And, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and of course, you know, no matter what, it's going to be busy. And if you have to uh, wait in line for a ride, just chill, wait there, look at people, make fun of them like we do. But, I mean, uh, there's... Go hang out at uh, Tropical Hideaway and have a bow. There you go. But, I mean... And most, talk, talk to a skipper. Most of the time, if you're by yourself, then you, you, you're you not on a schedule. You don't have to go eat when someone's hungry if you're not hungry. And, do what you want, bitch. Yeah, go do what you want. And... and uh, Enjoy the park, and you can always uh, message us and uh, message message us and say, "Hey, you guys want to meet up?" And maybe we'll go. I wouldn't count on Anthony though. Just kidding, Anthony. Don't argue with me. All right. Um, second, an unrelated question I have is this: a growth. Oh, <laughs> given how they seem to be upping the charge for APs. And taking away dates and other perks, would any of you ever consider dropping your pass? First of all, no, because I have the pass. I don't give it. They don't take anything away. So I have signature plus. Not yet, anyways. And nothing's going on with that, so I don't have to worry about that. The only thing you have to worry about is if they ever. I mean, at some point, you there has to be a price out threshold for you. Well. Luckily, I'm not there yet. I'm saying at some point. He says, I have heard on a few other podcasts, people talking about it just not making economical sense to keep them. Well, that's because they can't afford it. I can't relate to that. My wife and I let our ours lapse when we moved to Oregon, as we, know, as we knew we wouldn't make it down there often enough to make it worth the expenses. Not Australia. No. So if you are planning on keeping your APs, would anything make you drop them? It's the price point getting too high. I mean, that's obvious. Yeah. Right now, I, I'm i going to say I'm not going to drop my pass. You know, I mean, we'll see how how. Because yeah, even if the go. price point got too high on certain passes, I would just have to bite the bullet and drop down to the next pass or something like that or whatever the option would be. I don't know. My thing is I have a credit card that I could put it on and I can make my payments that way. Well, I mean, not everybody has that. Luxury, but he's asking for me. But, 
what yeah, for I, you, yeah. What for other people, like I said, it just gets to, to the point of you know what's the uh, what's your everybody has their has their threshold. When you hit that threshold, you'll know it. I don't want to say wait and see because I don't want anything going up higher than I can afford. I, I mean, because you know, inevitably, you have to look at the fact that passes are going to go up to, you know, keep going up. If they oh, keep yeah. going up, they're going to get to two thousand. Easy because it's almost there. It's already there now, right? Basically two thousand. No, or it's not quite there yet. Was it no. fifteen hundred? It's not even that. Either way, at some point, you know, it's going to get like, when it gets up, you know, fifteen hundred, two thousand, three thousand dollars. I don't know. It's just like at some point, you know, everybody will know when their threshold is. Everybody's threshold is going to be different. Everybody's, uh, you know, judgment on how important Disneyland is to them is isn't is that's that's each person's individual thing. So. Just really hard to say that you'll you'll know when it gets there. All right, he says that is all I have for now. This was my fifth email, and Anthony said way back when he already had a nickname in mind for me. I am curious what that might be, James, not from Australia. <laughs> What's his name? James. James what? Rowan. Oh, not from Australia. I don't remember what the name was. Of course you did. I'll have to think about it. I should have wrote it down. Yeah, you should have. All right, James, uh, he'll uh, work on that this week, and we'll have something for you next week. And uh, we appreciate your email. Uh, For now, you're just James not rolling on an Australian river. (laughs) All right, next email is from Dan the Millman. His subject line is, want to buy some straws? I got lids. Hey, uh, real quick uh, about that before <laughs> before I find before we find out what Dan has to say about that, because uh, I guess we haven't really we haven't really talked about that because I don't know how much since uh, they they I want to know what real quick what your observations were on Sunday in relation to the no lids. There was no lids. <laughs> okay, I mean just looking around watching people. What was your observation? I didn't really see. Pe- you didn't pay attention. No, no, no. I, I didn't see people carrying drinks or anything. That's basically. I, I, I went around at um, a Galactic Grill and I saw everyone sitting there with no lids, and but I really didn't see anyone walking around. Okay, yeah, because what I've been hearing is a lot of people, uh, most of the people, most of the places are not selling regular cups to people anymore. They're selling uh, souvenir cups and sippers and stuff, and uh, I don't know if they're pushing those or and they're just not trying to sell those except for maybe like at some place that where you could sit down or it's just people are voluntarily elected not to get the cups with no lids and basically the outcome is what i predicted is that uh, people are not is not, are not buying the drinks to walk around with no lid they're going to buy the sippers or something with a lid that they can do and uh we, the only place you're going to see people getting no lids the no lid cups are where they could immediately sit down and that's what i predicted would happen it seems like that's what's happening so far i uh over at knoxbury farm they actually try to push the sipper cups they say oh we don't have lids unless you get this you know that's what they do over there yeah i could see that maybe that might be something disney might be doing or uh something similar to that uh where they're just like you know oh or or maybe there might even be some places where they're you're not even offering you know, regular cups, maybe like your uh, carts and stuff that might have had 
because I don't know how many carts and stuff had fountain drinks. None. Because uh, now a lot of people are, what I've heard is a lot of people just walking around with sippers and then uh, bottles. I see. I I didn't pay attention to that. So next so, time I'm go, I go. I'm gonna go check that out. I'm right. actually gonna. I want to go up to um, you know, like Galactic Grill and just wait by you know where people are ordering and see the reactions and see what they're actually getting. But I did see a lot of people just sitting there with their their cups and no lids. All right. So he says, Mousepire. Another busy week. Some comments regarding last episode. First, SeaWorld gives kids a plastic cup with a lid in their kids' meals. They have been doing it for some time. I am sure Disney could implement a policy like this with very little cost to them. Yes, Knott's is a dirty park. Six Flags isn't far off. Uh, Six Flags is worse, unless they've improved. I can't tell you. Both non-union. Bags. Disney does not have have to stop using them. They are choosing to. Per California law, it is retail stores that carry dry groceries or canned food, large retail stores with a pharmacy and convenience, and liquor stores. Since Disney doesn't fall into those categories, they do not have to stop using bags, even though, did you know, if you need certain kinds of medicines such as cough drops, you can get them via the counter and just about any shop. I guess that doesn't qualify as drugstore. <laughs> You're a dry good. Uh, chalk walk. Woke up before the crack of dawn on Sunday to head to the chalk walk. Over 13,000 walkers about the line for Radio Springs racers. <laughs> Raise money for the hospital. We were parked in either the structure or Pumba where I was parked pissing off the people who thought they were going to enjoy a calm Sunday in the park. Lots were rerouted to Toy Story, so the line to park was quite long. Not me at 5 a.m., though. Walked through the parks with some photo opportunities. I sent uh, pics to Diggs. Most character greets were more than one character, including Tiana and Prince Naveen, Pocahontas and Miko. Mike and Sully, Green Army Men, as well as solos like Donald or Goofy, dressed as cowboys. But not Han? No. Flick and Dot, bye, and some others. The AP photo op was as expected, with just the backdrop, but this year we got two different signs we could, we can hold. I think I sent you that pic. After the walk, sought out a churro before we went to explore the Star Wars VR experience. Second time doing this, and it was just as cool. It's easy to get times. I, I booked it the Thursday before the walk, but I could have easily booked that day. Realized that there is particularly n- nothing to do in downtown Disney. Uh, waiting in the long-ass line to help some people get some of the discount tickets for walking, then headed to the truck for the ride home and overdue nap. I will do it again next year. Huge shout out to DGP Clothing, D is in Dono, G is in Goofy, P is in Pluto for working on our team shirts. They look great and the team really like them. Hopefully catch some part time this weekend. Let me know what your plans are, Dan, Dan out. Uh, just a couple things I want to note about the uh, him doing the VR thing again. Uh, if anybody that's big fans of that, I don't know if you guys know that there's other ones out there that are not Star Wars. 
Now, I know he said that because there was nothing else to do. <laughs> he did it, but uh, did you know that they were doing one down at the block that was uh, aliens, alien-related? No. That it was like you're in Aliens. Oh, that's cool. Where you like suit up as like a colonial marine. And then, I don't know if it started yet, but uh, replacing the Star Wars one, I believe replacing the Star Wars one in Glendale at the Galleria, uh, is a Ghostbusters one. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. Pretty tight. So, I just want to point out that there's a lot of really cool ones coming out now uh, that people should try. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that one is still going on at the block. Or if that one's ended finally, but uh, the, like I said, that one, they have a cool aliens one down there. And then I don't know if it started or not yet, but definitely coming is the uh, Ghostbusters one at uh, the Galleria, so Glendale. So, Dan, you don't need to keep doing the Star Wars one over and over again. Go do a different one. All right. Thank you for your email, Dan the Man. Actually, you know what? Like I said, I went there on Sunday. And I arrived right when the tweet went out about making your friends structure closing. And I got mad because, you know, they're going to reroute to Toy Story. And that's where I was heading. And I'm like, great. Oh, you weren't there yet. No. I had just got off the freeway and that tweet came out. I was like, damn. Which means they had closed it way before the tweet. Right. And so I got there and it was, yeah, crowded. I parked in in the east Jesse lot the way in the back. Is that the new one? No, 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 not the new one. But that's open now, though, right? Yeah, the new one is open that we talked about. Um, yeah, we we forgot to mention that. That back part is open now. It doesn't really matter uh, news wise, unless you get parked back there. Yeah, they've already opened it. They've been using it, but just basically, they only use it when they really, really need to. And I I parked like just like you know the old cast member parking lot. I parked back there. But the cool thing about that is that on my way back, heading back to my truck, I was on the bus, and the guy stops at Woody, and everyone gets off the Woody, except for me, and he says, oh, I'm, I'm going to the other side. And I go, yeah, that's where I park. He's okay. So we go to the other side over Jesse Buzz, and he says, uh, where are you parked? I said, oh, I'm, I'm back that way. And I'm pointing to the back. He's like, oh. He goes, I'll take you back there. He goes, just just for you. I'm like, oh, okay, because they don't do that anymore. So he took me to the back, dropped me off there, so I didn't really have to walk all the way. I mean, way. if he has to go that way anyways right. to, to go back around, right. then, I mean, it's no big deal for him. So I was, I, I said, oh, thank you. You know, I didn't have to make that big walk. Cool. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. But yeah, that's a long way to back Jesse. Oh, exactly. All right, so, yeah, that's it for emails today. And uh, one more time, just thank you, uh, I can't talk anymore. Giselle the Gazelle, thank you, Rickett Rachel, thank you, Mr. Knight. Thank you, what was it, James, not rowing in Australia, something like that? Not rowing on, not rowing on a river. Yes. James, thank you very much. And, of course, thank you, Dan the Mailman. All right, hey, we had a... Uh, Pretty uh, good uh, emails today, a good amount of emails today. So let's keep that going. Uh, there's other people. But it's never enough. Yes. So there's other people out there who are listening right now that you should be emailing us. And you can see how um, Mr. Knight decided he's going to do food reviews. And we do not mind that. If you guys want to do your own reviews on that, if you want to do 
a product review or talk about anything you like in the park, that's fine with us. We'll read it. All you have to do is email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. Okay. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs, Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. All right, so that's going to do it for this edition of the Mouse Power Podcast. It's, yeah. over, it's over, Anthony. Bye. That's it. It's over forever. <laughs> oh, wait. Together forever. That's going to be over forever. So don't forget, in the Pixar Fest this, uh, this weekend. Bye. Yep. Happy Labor Day weekend and bye. Yes, it's going to be over. And, of course, uh, Bugs Land will be uh, gone, too. The last day is Monday, I believe, right? The last day for Bugs Land is on the... Was that the 4th? The 3rd and the 4th? Well, I don't know. One of those days. Just get over there and say goodbye and uh, go sign a petition somewhere. I don't know. But those are coming to an end. And Halloween's coming very, very soon. Nine days, eight days, seven days, whatever days it is. We have Halloween in the parks. Yep. All the decorations will be going up. Park will be closing at 9-ish during the week in between uh, the after Labor Day before Halloween starts. And they'll be uh, ramping up, getting all that stuff uh, set up during that time. And uh, all the pumpkins and whatnot will be here before you know it. And don't forget not to wear any white after Labor Day. Or something. Yes. And if you're big like us, never wear white. Right. <laughs> anyway, we uh, appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to the podcast. And we also appreciate all, all of, five of you. Yeah. And all five of you who have to catch up, we appreciate you catching up on those po- on the podcast too. I only catch up sometimes. I only use ketchup on my fries. Ooh, and ranch. Mainly. When there's no ranch. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, so right now I don't know if I'm going to the parks this weekend or not. I'm not sure about that, but if you guys are heading to the parks and you want to drink a soda, well, you need to bring your own lid. Other than that, I don't know when I'm going to be there. I'm, I got plans for Sunday. Going to a barbecue. It'll be pretty cool. We'll get some fat time over there. Yeah, not much going on. I mean, other than anybody who wants to go to the parks this weekend last minute for any Pixar Fest or uh, Bugs Land or any of that stuff. So, otherwise, uh, as far as we know, the uh, parades will be continuing. Right. We haven't heard anything about them closing down, so we know they'll be continuing. Uh, you can say goodbye to the Pixar fireworks. Right. And uh, say hello to uh, Remember, that- starting on what? Friday. 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 And then uh, Halloween will be here that day, and summer will hopefully, and hot weather will be over soon, and hopefully then you'll be seeing us in the parks a lot more. And don't forget to get your Mickey's Halloween party tickets. All Fridays are sold out, so you have to deal with the weekdays. There are no Saturdays scheduled this year. And, um, yeah, so all we have are, like, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, the variate from week to week so hurry up and get your tickets and um don't ask on every facebook group if anyone has extra tickets and if the day you wanted to go sells out well 
Uh, Universal has tickets available. Oh, good idea. Or uh, the Warner Brothers Studio Tour. Oh. Has the, I don't know if you saw Warner Brothers Studio Tour has their Halloween thing. Yes, yes, I saw that. And uh, yeah, that's a good one too. That one's a good one. There's always options if you guys don't want to go to Disney. In fact, those places would probably be better options anyways for Halloween. Yeah, and don't forget the classic Knox Berry Farm or Knox Scary Farm. Exactly. Uh, those tickets are now on sale. You can get Knox tickets and you can get a, a, a Knox Scary Farm Pass, which are good for every single night. And I think it's 90 bucks or something like that. Not bad if you're in the neighborhood and you can go every single haunt night. So that's pretty cool. Yep. Now if they would just do that for Poisonberry Festival. Exactly. Of course, check out all the social medias. Mousefire on Facebook, at Mousefire on the Twitter and the Instagram. Mousefire on the Snapchat. And you can find me on Instagram at Blue1313. Also, follow Buttons by Diggs on Instagram. There you will see when your button order is going out. And I actually have an order for 160 buttons. And um, they want it for March. I don't know why. I need to know about it right now. Anyway. Hey, if they're paying ahead of time, get them all ready. And just let them sit around in a box. I'm thinking then. about that, too. I'm like, you know what? If they want to pay for right now, then I'm going to do it right now. And then I'll have that extra money. I would. And uh, don't forget to head over to uh, DGPClothing.com. As uh, Dan mentioned, I made some custom-made shirts for him. You can get custom-made shirts for any occasion. But you can also buy your Mouse Pyre gear there, dgpclothing.com. That's D as in Donald, G as in Goofy, P as in Poodle, clothing.com. And also you can follow that on Instagram as well, dgpclothing, D-O-T-C-O-M on Instagram. And don't forget to head over to youtube.com and check out our podcast there. Just search Mouse Pyre Podcast. You can listen there and check out the awesome graphics that Tim the Tech throws up. He loves working on that. And don't forget to head over to patreon.com slash mousepire. Help support the podcast. And until next time, remember, it's always a good idea to confirm things before you go around telling a stupid name like Disney Play. So for Robert Shaw, Neil Simon, and the fabulous Robin Leach, I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. Bye. Bye. We're doomed. Bleep, bloppity, bloop. (laughs) this podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only audio sound bites and other clips are property of their copyright holders all original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com and uh one more time this thank you uh (laughs) i can't talk anymore in this week's episode, the Disney Hotel Saga continues to do with... Don't argue with me. I'm okay. <laughs>